with We The Band presents Stokely and Zach. So the news of the day, unequivocally, is Jerry Judy going down in joint practice against the Rams about... Less than an hour ago, if you're listening in real time and not after the fact on the Stokely and Zach podcast. Uh, certainly not good news to um, the degree of how bad the news is. Uh, we're still sorting through. Um, we were just talking about free agent uh, wide receivers. We we're going over the internal candidates of who the new starters would be. And, you know, let me just say this. The team was trying to actively trade Cortland Sutton this offseason season. I can't possibly am- Jerry Judy. Yeah, also, yeah, you know, one of those guys. Yeah, but then the, we had reports from Dallas that they were talking about yeah. a Sutton and a Baltimore that Sutton was in conversations. You could imagine where we would be today if that trade went through, and then we show up to camp and Tim Patrick blows his ACL, and Jerry Judy um, has had uh, happened what just happened an hour ago with the hamstring injury, um, be even in worse shape. So fortunately, Sutton's still around, Stoke. Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's a positive here, and you know it's it's a hamstring, but once again, you know it's football. Guys get injured, right? I don't care who your weight coach is, I don't care who your nutritionist is. I mean, this is just the way it is, right? And um, you can do everything in your power, and they've done a great job of trying to, you know, hone in on nutrition plus you know getting all these right people there to help the player stay healthy as possible but then you're still going to have stuff like this happens it, it just happens and so um you know it's it's a bummer that um you have one of your starting wide receivers you know hurt his hamstring and we're we're still speculating on the hamstring we don't know 100% that it is a hamstring uh, but that's a that's a that's a that's a big bummer it happens hopefully it's on the lower side of recovery here, and he's not out for a long, long period of time. And then if you if, if that's the case, like, okay, we could be all right. We can manage the first two games, Zach. But, you know, that was my question to you going into the, the break is, you know, you thought the first two games Broncos were going to start 2-0, yeah. right? Yeah. Does this injury, let's just, let's just project that he, he's going to be out the first two weeks. Let's just go down that road that okay. Jerry's not going to be available the first two weeks. Has your mind, has, has that, does that change your prediction there that the Broncos will be two and zero? I reserve the right to, to change my mind before kickoff week one, but right now, yeah, it does because I think it changes how defenses will approach bro- the Broncos offense uh, entirely. Like who there, who amongst these Broncos receivers is a real threat, like a real threat, an NFL threat. Sutton's not really some sort of burner. Um, he was, you know, not slated to be like the one-one this year. We didn't think so. Um, I'm sure he'd have his own games. Uh, but goodness, I, if 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 I'm the Raiders defense and I'm the if I'm the Washington defense, it's like we are playing the hell out of this run. We are not letting the run game beat us. And we'll see if Russell Wilson in this passing game can beat us. And without Jerry Judy, it it changes entirely. So. I think one of those games, one of those games, the dynamic is just flipped. I anticipated them them being close games anyway, low scoring, close games. And with I thought Judy was the most dynamic receiver. And 
yeah, uh, from, from where I sit right now, I wasn't impressed with this offense at all this preseason. Not in preseason games, not at training camp, not like NFL impressed. And now you're losing your most dynamic player after you already lost your most consistent player at that same position in Tim Patrick. Yeah, I think the Broncos will be 1-1 one one after two instead of 2-0. and oh. it, ch- it changes a lot for me. I think it's a huge deal. How about you? No. No. And, you, you know, you made a lot of good points there, but I, I'm a... I'm going to look at those points and say, okay, I, I, I get it, right? Um, you know, maybe teams will be more aggressive to stop the run now. And that's fine. That, that, that is A-OK if they do that. Okay. Now let's just rely on our short passing game. Let's scheme up different plays. We're going to have to play really good defense and uh, figure out how to way, uh, a way to win, you know, two close football games possibly, or one close football game, right? Um First one won't be close. The second one possibly could be close. But stop it. So we got to figure out. We got to figure out. I'm back to saying, knock it off. And that's where my mind's at. And you're just gonna have to. It's, it might be a little bit more difficult, but you can make do. We can make do. And um, so I'm not going to. I'm not saying you're pushing the panic, but but I'm not. But I'm not going to change my mindset here. Because Jerry Judy might not be there the first two games. Marquez Callaway can do a fine job. He can do it. Um, he can do a fine job. I just thought Jerry Judy was going to do a great job. No, I know. In the Sean Payton I know. I, I, look, I'm with you on that. And I thought he was also. Okay. Like, we, we just got to manage. It's football. We're going we're gonna to be down some guys, and you know, we can't just, like, all of a sudden, you know, accept, you know, four or five wins. It's like, okay. Jerry Judy's out a couple weeks. I ho- I hope that's not how I'm sounding, but at the same no, time, I'm, I'm no, trying to make, acknowledge like sense. it's we're still in the month of August, and you're down two of your three best receivers. It's no. like goodness gracious again, again. Hey, we got Sean Payton stepping up to the microphone right now. Here's the head football coach. Um, I felt like we had a little bit more juice today, just being out on the field. We kind of talked about it last night. Um, I was real pleased with the two days we got with the Rams in that, you know, before you ever start, there's certain things you hope for. And, and I thought both clubs did a great job of of handling the drills. And I thought the teams and the players did a good job of, uh, you know, we get better when we do this. You know, first off, we see other schemes, other thoughts, kind of stimulates, you know, your, your think tank a little bit. And... Uh, and it also, I think, it changes the routine up. You know, you're getting more. T- those are a lot of team snaps. I don't know if we tallied them up. We're over 120 team snaps. And so that's that's huge when it comes to the evaluation process. Just more more information. So any questions? No, it's a hamstring. Um, he'll get an MRI. We'll, we'll kind of see where he's at with it. Um, but nothing more. Yeah, it would be way too early to say. I mean, typically in, in our system, too, we're, we're bringing receivers in and out. Um, but, you know, he plays Z. He plays in the sub position for us. And, look, I, uh, you know, we have a lot of guys. I, hopefully it's not anything long-term. He's better today. Um, I think he's making progress. Um this field's a little slick, and, and he changed up his shoes today, and I, I thought that helped him. You know, um, if you're in the molded shoes, 
you can you can actually walk out there and see a lot of the you see it on tape a lot of players sliding um so we got into a, a little bit longer cleat and I, and I think he had better footing but yeah he's doing well um it's good to have him getting these all these practice snaps these punt returns and um he'll play quite a bit on saturday well he's smart he's savvy you know he's one of those players who's got a good feel um, I think he locates and tracks the ball well. Um, he knows who he is. You know, he's better, I think, in the slot and some of those interior option routes. And um, But the first thing I think of is he's got real good football instincts. Yeah, it's, you know, too hard right now. We'll keep keep evaluating him. Hopefully we get enough reps. Um, it would be way too early. Yeah, I was here for the first game ever at this stadium. Um, I think it was Monday Night Football. It was the day before 9-11. Um, Giants versus Denver. I think Ed McCaffrey suffered a fractured leg in that game. Um, after the game was over, back then, we didn't really know the sleep study stuff. We flew back and landed in Newark at oh, around 7 a.m., our normal protocol then would be just like here. We'd bust to the facility and the players would go home. Um, the plane pulling out next to us was the plane that went down in Pittsburgh. The passengers took down. Um, we got to Giant Stadium. Um, players went home. We began working on Green Bay. That was who we were going to play. And, um, and shortly thereafter, you know, in the news, we saw it. Then we actually climbed up. The stadium it was only really two miles as the crow flies, you know, across the river, and there's Manhattan. Um, so that was, uh, you know, something you never forget. Um, but it was, I think, the first official game. They played preseason game. That was the first regular season game in, in this stadium. Um, yeah, we played here. It, it, for all of us that are new, where do we park? You know, the locker room. I've had a chance to go down and visit and just see the facility and um, it's all part of this preseason, right? You know, just getting through some of the um, logistics. 2006, we didn't have any preseason home games. Um, and our first home game was week three. So we're kind of, you know, there's a team full of new players that have never been to the Superdome and we're explaining the traffic and where you go and... Um, Players have to be there two hours before the start of the game. And, uh, man, everyone's in the locker room except Breeze. That's a problem. And he's stuck in traffic, like on Highway 10, 20 minutes away, and then they finally get some sheriffs there to help him through the traffic, and he gets to the stadium, and the players kind of came in a ramp into a garage parking. You guys have all seen, like, the clearance seven feet you know and and it's a ramp and he had one of these old toyota land rovers and he pulls in and his roof gets stuck in the parking garage you can't make this up he leaves the keys in the car wedged in the cement concrete building and then runs down the hallway and i'm sitting there and it's like right at two hours and i'm like glad you can make it and now i'm i'm just a, a mess now because i'm like he's He's four hours before the game normally, so I'm like, All right, what part of his routine is getting tossed? Um, so you don't take any of that for granted. 
And so we've actually had it tonight. We have a meeting on the parking, when to be there, traffic patterns, you know, all those things that if they can happen with your starting quarterback, it certainly can happen with any coach or player on the roster. So, um, but it'll be good to, uh, to, to play in front of our home fans and, um, you know, get, get a feel for our locker room and, you know, we all like routine, so once once you do it, then you can feel like you're used to it. So um, I look forward to it. Yeah, we'll discuss it tonight. We're going to discuss the roles. Um, you know, Purcell will be smart with just with, with him coming back. So um, we haven't we haven't had that meeting yet. I think good. I, look, we've conditioned hard. I think yesterday was a little bit more, I would say, flat than. I think we're in good shape, um, and, and I think today we we had a little bit more juice. Like I said, I was encouraged. Um, fair question. I, there may be a few because. It's a little trickier than just saying, you know, all the starters aren't starting or playing, but you do have to play four quarters, and and you don't want a certain half of your roster, you know, getting 60 snaps and risking injury either. So um, we'll have that meeting tonight. This I think I someone wrote the other day and you guys asked me the question I, I I'm pleased with where we're at um, you know we, we've had two significant obviously an Achilles and an ACL but um, I don't I don't it's just me I don't believe in being snake bitten or you know, I, I think we've had a really good off-season program. Um, Bo and these guys have done a great job of getting. We have a number of players now all coming back in. Justin and Glinchy, and you're going to see these, you know, all healthy and ready for Las Vegas. I think that's. Um, I think if, if you looked around and you truly tried to analytically evaluate the other 31 teams, I, I think you'd see that. Um, and I can't speak for a year ago where we were at this time, but I'm just, I, I don't feel anything unusual. Um, you want to stay healthy, but, you know, uh, and the, the soft tissue ones are the ones that I feel a little bit more like, ah, we got to, you know, those are the ones that are preventative more than, you know, like the Achilles that happen structurally on air or, or um, those are the ones you, you work to improve on. Um, again, you know, I don't want to answer that because I'd rather answer it entirely with when, it, when I'm when we've had this meeting. Um, yeah. Thank you. OK, there was Sean Payton uh, live from the podium. You know, we've been going back and forth on how big of a deal this is. That last sort of. um not dissertation, but it was an extended response about the health of the club. And Sean Payton says, I don't believe in being snake bitten, you know, from a health standpoint. It's actually been pretty good, you know, in terms of the whole, like, 90 guys. We got an Achilles. We got an ACL. But outside of that, um, 
You know, it, he sounded more like you of like, hey, let's move forward. Yeah, yeah, the Broncos have been very fortunate. I mean, I look around the league, you read pro football talk, and all of a sudden you're like, Dallas Cowboys, oh gosh, they lose, you know, two guys in that last preseason games to, you know, like season-long injury, ACL and something else, and, and just one preseason game. And one guy, you know, I mean, a rookie that they're excited about and a lot of buzz around. And so, like, you you look around the league and everyone is have, having their fair share of injuries. Um, you hope that it's not bad, you know, season-long. And, you know, Jerry Judy getting carted off. Uh, Sean Payton did tell us it was a hamstring. Yep. And yeah. so... You know, like you can't really do a whole lot uh, about you know if you if you tear your ACL or your Achilles. Right? I mean, it's just sometimes these things just happen. And what Sean Payton said is uh, the soft tis- tissue injuries that you you look at and you say, oh, you know, th- those are the ones you try to uh, prevent as much as possible. But you're talking about receivers that run nonstop, yeah, a lot. So, you know, you talk about preventative stuff for them. You talk about recovery stuff for, for these guys, right, and trying to put the right things in your body after practice to help all these things, right, and you're getting massages and stretching and doing all these different things. But still, like, you're not going to ever stop them. Right. You're just not. And so it's um, it's a bummer about Judy. We'll see. You know, he said he's going to go for an MRI. Yep. So we'll see what it looks like in a timetable possibly for – Judy, but I think um, you know it's it's not season ending here, and you know maybe it's a week uh, into the season, maybe it's two games, uh, but I think for the as long as this thing gets rehabbed right and yeah. he comes back healthy and and he doesn't have a setback at all, then you know like he should play the majority of the season, and and, and I think that's a good thing. I hope you're right. Obviously, everyone hopes that you're right, um, and we'll, we're just going to continue to monitor. Uh, this situation, you know, we, when you're talking about a hamstring, um, there's degrees to it. And hopefully the MRI reveals that it is uh, minor. Obviously, when you hear, hey, this guy couldn't put weight on it, the cart had to come out for him, your brain can go, you know, some some really dark places um, in terms of timeline. But, yeah, we'll see Judy this year. It's just, you know, how long is, is he going to be out? Um, you know, Sean Payton said in our system, we're rotating wide receivers in and out in this system. Um, it's like, okay, you know, I would imagine Judy would typically be out there regardless who's going in and out. Yeah, I don't remember Michael Thomas coming out a lot. Right. You know, when he had like 500 catches that one year. Yeah, it's 144 in one yeah. season. So, I, I I get it. Yeah, you, you can rotate guys. Um, you know, guys run four or five plays in a row and then come out for a play. Um, but, like, you're, if, you, if you have a dude, you're not rotating that dude out of the game. Exactly. Like that, that right. just, like, if you don't have a dude, yeah, we're going to rotate. You follow me? Yep. I mean, that's kind of the way I view this thing. And yeah. Yeah, receivers are like running backs. I mean, you can rotate them you know, as much as you want, really. But when you have if, a thoroughbred, he's going to be out there yeah. as much as he's he can. Exactly. Uh, 149 catches that year from Michael Thomas, 2019, the single season uh, all-time record there in that Sean Payton-led offense um, with Drew Brees, of course. Uh, what else here from Sean Payton? He said, Mems. Yep, Mems. I mean, well, let's just stay here with Mems, sure. uh, wide receivers. We talk a lot about Mems, and, and Sean Payton gave us a little insight on him, and uh, he said he was better today, which, like, huh, means he wasn't very good yesterday. Yeah. And so, like, you're looking like, can this guy step up and possibly be the receiver opposite of Cortland Sutton? Who knows? I mean, obviously, Sean Payton liked him. They moved up to get him very high on him, but um, I think it's been an underwhelming training camp for him. 
so far to, to like if he wants to be that guy yeah. and play a lot and have an impact this year. Uh, and and then he was talking about he slips a lot. Yeah, slips a lot. And then the field's kind of slick. Then he said the field's slick, so he's kind of talking about the field condition. We have seen people slip. Yeah. And as a wide receiver, I was always taught that, um, you know, if you slip, it's on you. Bad technique. Bad technique. And, and certainly, like, sometimes the field conditions uh, are what they are. But if you have good te- technique, you, you should be fine. And yeah. then, you know, he talked about him changing his cleats, right, from the molded ones to, you know, the screw-ins. You, you can make them a little bit longer, mm-hmm. um, and they can grip a little bit better for you. So maybe that's going to help him. Uh, but just better technique overall. That field isn't that bad right. to be slipping, you know, that much. So clean up your technique, right, um, and, he- and, and you should be fine. He also, in, uh, um, in addition to Marvin Mims, after he said that, he said he's going to play quite a bit on Saturday. And I think you got to play him. He's a young player, missed some time. you got to play him. You can't live in your fears. But at the same time, goodness gracious. Oh, here you go. Stop it. Goodness gracious, you. Stop. Do you want to just put him on the shelf until no, you know, no, until week two? You got. I just got done saying you got to play him because you got to get him ready for the Raiders. Because now his, the, the responsibility on that young man's plate it just kicked up a notch. And so you got to get him ready. But God Almighty, I mean, I, I do not. I, the wide receiver room can't afford. Now we're like in the territory of like. So then don't play Cortland. Yeah, probably not. Now I don't need to see Cortland at all. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Unless you're going to play, unless you're going to play like your starting offense because you're like, hey, we, we, we got to fine tune this thing. It hasn't been good enough. Then, you know, I can go with it maybe. Um, but no, I don't need to see Cortland Sutton at all. I mean, goodness gracious. This, this room right now, I think for the first month of the season, I think on paper, this is going to be the worst wide receiver room in the entire league in the month of September. I don't think we're going to see Judy in September. Do I know that for sure? Nope. But I'm not anticipating seeing him the first three weeks of the year. Las Vegas. And Washington, those first two games. And then your third game is one of these. You're talking about if there was ever a, a game that you didn't want to a risk a hamstring, it's being in Miami in the month of September. It's going to be 110 degrees. So let's just hold them out to after the bye week. week is nine. that week nine? Yeah. Let's just do that. <laughs> Look, your Marvin Mem stuff is, uh, I got it. Like, I, we don't want to get, I don't want to get Callaway hurt. You know, I mean. I got more faith and confidence that he's going to be, you know, playing a lot more plays early on than, you know, Marvin Mims. He's got to play. He's got to play a lot because, you know, he needs to go out there in a as close as you can get to a real-life game situation and and show Russell, show Sean Payton, um, uh, Vince Lombardi's grandson. Joe. Joe. Yeah, Joe. um, All of them that they can trust him. They can trust him uh, against the Raiders week one that he's going to go out there and he's going to do the right things. And he can be, uh, you know, trusted in those big moments. And if not, then guess what? We can't, we can't put him out there. Just can't put him out there right now until he can go out there and do it. He missed time because of injuries. So I'm with him. Play him a lot. And if he gets hurt, he just gets hurt. I mean, that's just that's just the price. He, I mean, that's just, you know, the reality of the situation. Um but he needs to play a lot. Uh, I like that approach. Uh, and and we'll see what it looks like. Because I think they want to rely on him. I think they want him to, you know, be a part of this early so on. I think so, too. I, I think mean, so, too. He just got back, and they're, they're throwing him in there as a third wide. 
I don't know uh, if you can trust him right now. I mean, I don't trust him from what I've seen. I don't know how you could. I mean, there's just yeah. not enough there to draw from. So may- maybe maybe on, uh, when is it, Saturday night? When are we playing Saturday yeah, night? Saturday. Against the Rams? Yep. Maybe that will be the game, but it doesn't sound like he's doing a lot of things great in practice right now. Yeah. Or they wouldn't, or they, or Sean Payton wouldn't say we're, you know, he's going to play a lot. Yeah. All right. We'll see what it looks like on Saturday uh, evening. Oh, uh, y- you know, I-, I thought there was something interesting uh, that came out from the press conference, and it's the definition of a microcosm, something small that actually represents something larger and more important. And we'll go over exactly what that was coming up next. You're listening to Stokely and Zach on Denver's Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. What's going on, mama? Something just dawned on me. I ain't been home in some months. Been chasing songs and women, making some bad decisions. God knows I'm drinking too much. Yeah, I know you've been worried about me. You've been losing sleep. Judy went down in practice, was carted off the field. Unfortunate news for the Broncos in a room that, you know, I know Sean Payton says I don't believe in being snake bitten, but that room right there, that wide receiver room, if that's not snake bitten, and snake bitten doesn't exist because this is now four seasons in a row where one of the three main members of that room has gone down. Um, you know, obviously this isn't a season-ending injury, but we've already had one of those, and we're still in the month of August. Uh, it was Sutton's ACL, Tim Patrick's ACL. Uh, Jerry Judy um, missed a, a handful of games to start his career. And then uh, Tim Patrick, once again, now an Achilles injury. Jerry Judy, hamstring. It's been one thing after the other. So it is officially step-up season for all pass catchers uh, within the Broncos. And hopefully the Broncos have the coach to um, make that step up for a Marquez Callaway, Brandon Johnson, little Jordan Humphrey, whoever it's going to be, uh, uh, Marvin Mims Jr., um, a lot easier through scheming it up. Yeah, and that's that's um, the added benefit of having a guy like Sean Payton and ready to dial things up and you know overcome these types of things. Because, look, this isn't going to be the first time where you're going to have to, like, oh, you know, our starting right tackles out. Our starting wide receivers out. Our starting running backs out. You have to adapt and overcome, and uh, that's um, you know that's that's one of the reasons why. Like I, I wanted a veteran coach, a seasoned coach, a guy that's been through it before, but also wanted a guy like Sean Payton uh, for for these reasons right here. And it won't be the first. I mean, it won't be the last. Right? Mm-hmm. The, the, this the NFL season is going to continue. You got more hamstrings to guys that you're like, oh. Hey, I didn't want to, you know, we, we, I didn't want to lose that guy. That's kind of hurt us. You got to figure it out and find a way to overcome that because everyone's going to be dealing with this stuff. No, everyone and, is. And, and you're right. You're right. But that's what kind of makes this disappointing because we already know what the NFL season, like what we're in store for. There is guys going to be hurt. And the fact that 
the the wide receiver room specifically has dealt with so much before we turn the page from the month of August because we know the race hasn't even started yet. Yeah. So it's it's um, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. Like, yeah. No, it's I'm not bummer. trying to downplay it. It stinks, and you know we're just getting started. We can lose another guy here. I mean, you, you just it's a it's a tough position to stay healthy. Yeah. And and have the whole room stay healthy, and you know that's why you brought in a guy like Marcus Callaway. He knows the system, veteran guy. He's been there. He's done that. Solid wide receiver. And hopefully he can provide that here. You know, uh, with Sean Payton and the impact that he can have on this uh, football team and this organization, a microcosm is something real small that represents something bigger or more important. And there was a, a, a fun little piece of this press conference that I think is a microcosm and it, and it creates a contrast from what we've had in years past. Sean Payton telling the Drew Brees story. I loved that story. That in 2000, I think he said 2006, he said we didn't have a single home preseason game. And our first home game wasn't until week three. So he's like, you know, guys weren't familiar with the traffic patterns of New Orleans and the exact highways and where to park and all this stuff. And he tells this story that Drew Brees was caught in traffic and he's a guy that gets there four hours before the game and it's two hours before the game and he's still sitting in traffic and they had to send sheriffs out there, bring him to the facility. He gets his Land Rover stuck in the uh, entrance of the facility because the his car was, I guess, too tall for like the, you know, hey, below under eight foot can get under this or whatever. And fun little story, good anecdote. But he said... Tonight, we will have a meeting with the whole football team on what I-25 is like, the traffic, where to park, little, like, detail-oriented stuff. And I just don't believe this last regime was thinking at that type of level. Is it something silly? Yeah. Is it, is it small? Yeah. But that's what makes it a microcosm because I'm hoping Sean Payton's experience and attention to detail um, – goes across the entire organization and the benefits that the Broncos can get from that could be both big and small and everywhere throughout the organization on the football side. Yeah, I mean, look, this is just like, um, you know, a few weeks ago when when they're working on the situations before the first preseason game, where we're going to line up, where we're going to huddle, um, yeah, all these different yeah, things, yeah. Uh, how we're going to warm up before the first game, these types of things, right? You you want your team to look prepared. You want your team to feel prepared. You don't want guys to, like, you know, have that stress and that anxiety if you don't have to, right? It's all right. about being but, buttoned up and, and, and paying attention to all the little details. And certainly, you know, where you line up to stretch, uh, is 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 important. You know, you want to look like you know what you're doing out there. And then now when you fast forward to what they're going to be talking about tonight is, you know, from the hotel to the the stadium, right? You want to make sure that these guys know what's going on, what's expected, and when to leave. And, hey, oh, by the way, we'll have a bus that will be leaving, you know, at this time, and we'll have two different times. And then, you know, parking, here. here's where we're going to be parking. And, you know, you better leave a little bit earlier than you think. You know, those types of things so that, that guys aren't, um, you know, going to be late. And, and all of a sudden traffic, you know, hits and you're like, oh, my gosh, I wasn't expecting this. 
So you want to go over these um, all these little minor details with your football team so you don't have any situations happen. And all of a sudden, you know, you have a guy that's on the bubble and, you know, he, he gets stuck in traffic. I guarantee you're going to handle it a little bit different than you handled Drew Brees. Yeah. Yep. You know, and kind yep. of laughing about it now. But, you know, they, that guy's probably going to get cut. Yeah. So, you know, the message kind of like, hey, make sure you leave enough time. Uh, don't cut yourself here. What was your uh, game day operation like? Like, what, what kind of guy were you? Because there's two different approaches, obviously. Early. Early. Figured. Yeah, early. Uh, I like to get there early just so I could, okay, I'm here. I'm not stuck in traffic. Yeah. I don't have that anxiety. Yeah. And then just kind of just whatever, you know, um, stretch, do those, go out on the field, that type of stuff. Go over, go through my playbook. Again, always wanted to kind of go through uh, the playbook about, you know, the, the third down plays and all those things. Make sure you're buttoned up on all that stuff and just, yeah, just get there. I just wanted to be there early and just so I could take a deep breath. And relax. And, and it's different, though. Like, when you're away, away schedule, mm-hmm. you have, you know, two different bus schedules usually. Right. One to get you there, you know, three hours before the game, and then the second buses will get you there two hours before the game. So you kind of pick and choose. But when you're at home, you know, you, you drive down there by yourself if you want. Now, you'll have sure. buses that can take you. If you need to jump on a bus, they'll have those. But that, like, leave from, like, uh, the, the hotel. Valley. Oh, okay, okay, the hotel. Yeah, the hotel that you're uh, staying at the night before the game. And so... Um, hey, real quick. You said the hotel you're staying at the night before the game, but this is for home games? Yeah. So so you have the option to not sleep home and stay at a hotel even though you're playing home? No, you don't have an option. You're staying at the hotel. Gotcha. Staying at the hotel. The night before a game. Yeah. Every every regular season game. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going home. You think you think football coaches want to let players go home the night before a game? When you're at home, yeah. So you were living in Denver, yeah. Your family's there. Dude, yeah. we've been doing this show for six yeah. and a half years. I don't think I've you've ever said this to me. No. So I you're just, living in Denver, yeah. You're, Lana and your kids are home, yes. You have to leave them, go to a hotel in Denver, and then leave from the hotel to the yeah. Facility. So you go, you go to the hotel that night. You know, you get there like we you got team meetings like at seven o'clock. Yeah, meetings and. Um, so you go through the plans. You have the little quick. You have a you have a um, a wide receiver meeting, and then after that you have an offensive meeting, and then after that you have a, like a quick team meeting, and then you have a snack and stuff, and mm-hmm. you know curfew at you know whatever eleven o'clock. Uh, See that is so funny because I knew you did all that, right? And then I thought you went home. Yeah, no, not going no. back to a hotel no. despite playing in your own hometown, right? But think about it. First of all, right. I, I love that. Do I want to go home with two young kids? Would you want to go home with two young kids and you got a game the next day? And they possibly could wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning, no. 4 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> no, right? No. You know, and wife's like, hey, it's time for it's you to get turn. up. With, yeah. yeah. Like, wait, what? I got a game tomorrow, right? right? So I don't want that distraction, especially if you got a family and kids. You got people yeah. in town and stuff like, no, it's, it's my job. Yeah. Right? So I want to be... I don't even want that to be a possibility yeah. where the wife's like, hey, go change the diaper, yeah. right? I tell my wife that now, and I'm just watching the game and betting. I'm like, right. tomorrow's a big right. day, honey. I got to get my rest. I got to get my eight hours. <laughs> Could you imagine if you're actually playing? Right, right. You know, so. It makes sense. Yeah. No. That just, is so funny. I, I but that's that. the thing is, like, uh, so you have that aspect of it. And then also, like, with the younger guys that, say, aren't married and don't have a family, 
you got some knuckleheads, right? Okay, and they right. might try to hit the streets, right? You know, streets, or, like streets are calling, right? Because it's still Saturday night. Exactly, I'll like, be fine. Uh, right, I'll go home by two. Yeah, the game's not till like eleven. Right, then we got the afternoon games. Oh right, oh right, 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 right. Oh, two twenty-five. Good. I'm I'm great. Uh, so, like, you, you have that too, and coaches are paranoid, right? They want to know, like, you know. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, Sean Payton, and just to reset the news of the day, Jerry Judy going down in practice, had to be carted off the field. We have been reacting to that throughout this afternoon. But we'll shift gears here uh, momentarily because Sean Payton left the door open for some starters to play this weekend. Who, if any, do you want to see out there against the Rams at Mile High? I'll bounce that question off Stoke coming up next. Zach on Denver Sports Station 1043 The Fan. Sure was. Better than Bruce. Better than greater than Bruce. <laughs> what was the name of your hometown growing up? My hometown? Yeah. Like, what would you call your hometown? Obviously, Denver's your home. It's been your home for a long time. Lafayette? Lafayette. Lafayette. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, hopefully, your week is rolling downhill. As we approach the weekend, our last preseason game uh, of the uh, preseason. And then the preseason will be over. It's like time to turn the page, and they'll be game planning for the Raiders probably in earnest starting uh, early next week, I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like every, every situation is different. Every coaching staff looks at it a little bit differently. Um, the coaches will be on it. Like, they're already getting ready for the Raiders. Um, sometimes you, you give the players just a little bit because you got a long time, a little bit longer than normal, right? Um in between games. So you want to keep your pretty much your same routine. Hey, this is when we install um, red zone. This is when we install third down. This is how we're, you know, this is how our art of operations are going. And you want to try to stick to that as much as possible. So you'll get a little head start. Maybe coach will give you a little bit of a sneak preview on some of the game plan stuff. You work on a little bit of it, but you don't want to do it for, you know, two straight weeks. It's just a little bit too much. You don't really need that much time, but you get a little bit of a head start um, from a player's perspective. But the coaches, they're already grinding. They're in it. Oh, yeah, they're, they're in they're, it. Yep. All right. Um, it sounded like Sean Payton left the door cracked open for some starters to play this weekend. And I'm curious um, if you want to see anyone uh, out there this weekend. And, and, and an interesting name that I want to start with, um, you know, I was thinking about this a couple nights ago. Uh, late is do you want to see Justin Simmons oh, out there uh, um, who has not played in a preseason game yet dealing with a uh, groin injury uh, groin uh, rhyming with loin type of deal groin uh, that no, ain't it try again, <laughs> nope, try again. I'll just uh, never get it just won't get it do we have no try again I think we we, we, we did somewhere on here um, anyway who do you want to see? And, and let's start with Justin. Do you think Justin needs a few reps of game action before things start to really matter against the Raiders? No. I don't want to see him. Not at all. Don't need to see him. I want to see him against the Raiders. 
week one, and you know you're dealing with a soft tissue injury like that um, area that you're talking about. Yeah, that groin. Yeah, that 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 area. You you, I, I'd give him another week and a half. All right, get him on the practice field. Let's slowly start ramping him up and and get him ready for week one. He doesn't need to play. He, he doesn't. I mean, what I like. Him to play um, if everything was um, – if he wasn't injured, you know, get him a little playing time. Yeah, of course. But every person's different in this situation, right, when looking at this last preseason game. And I, I think with a guy like Justin Simmons, he's too valuable mm. to throw him out there and risk him uh, re-injuring that right now. Give him a little bit more time. So uh, absolutely not for me with okay. Justin Simmons. How about you? No, don't okay. need to see him. He's just a long-standing long veteran. Um, I think playing football is like muscle memory to Justin Simmons. Uh, doesn't matter what defensive coordinator you've thrown at him through the years, he produces. Um, so no, don't need to see him. There's another name that's intriguing though. No, but I like that. Look, he, he's Justin Simmons. Is what he like when you're a veteran player like that. You played so much football. It's um, it's muscle memory. Yeah, the downside versus upside. It's like risk reward. Risk risk reward. There it is. Found my button. No, try again. There we go. <laughs> no, Paul try Schwartz. again. Yes, Paul Schwartz. Look at you. Good Unbelievable. Memory. Right. Yeah. We've had him on a couple times. Yes. But and that was. You, like, oh I wish God. I had like a, a GoPro right here. Just like your face. <laughs> a because, GoPro, yes. Because you no, were. You try were, again. You were so flustered. Yeah. Because you know this guy. And you you introduced him to give you a little context. So you introduced him, and that's kind of that's what he gave you. And so like you're like I don't know what I'm doing wrong. So you're like yeah. you know is it you know whatever? And he kept on saying nope, try again. No, try again. And like you were just like and, and it wasn't just bad, once or twice. It was no. like a third time. Yeah, and and that's a bad feeling. You know, as a host, you're introducing someone and they're kind of calling you out, and just your face, your reaction was I said was Paul Schwartz from the New York Daily News. Yeah. Saying you were right for the New York Daily News when you write for the New York Post, yes. it's like calling a crip of blood. Oh, it's like oh, that's oh, a mistake oh, you cannot oh, make. Oh, <laughs> you simply cannot make this mistake. <laughs> Therefore, no, try again. Yeah. He literally wouldn't let me off the hook, nope. and it was super awkward. No, try again. Um, and uh, yeah, he busts my chops to this day yeah. about it. Yeah, goodness good gracious. Um, Who else do you have? There's another name that's a, a high price guy that you typically wouldn't want to play in the final preseason game. But when he was mm. out there, he did not look good. And then he hasn't been out there. And that's Mike McGlinchey. Yeah. I'm playing him. I'm playing him. I just am. You're going to play a series or two series. And that's if, you know, I, I mean, I'm not going to leave him out there by himself no. uh, for three or four series. But I'm playing you one series and if the if you are playing a lot of the other starters on the offensive line, maybe I'll play two series together. But even if I'm playing none of those guys, I'm playing Mike McGlinchey. You're playing a series. We got to get ready to go. Like, what have you done here? We paid you a lot of money. I get it, but uh, you know, you said it. You were spot on there, saying that you know when he was out there in practice, there was a lot of false starts. Yep. You know, a couple Garrett Bowl chokeholds. Mm. Um, it just wasn't didn't didn't look great. Didn't look great, so it's not one of those things where we just you felt great about Mike McGlinchey before he got hurt. Right now, I say all of that, saying like, okay, he's back practicing now. Like, is he is he a hundred percent? 
Is he still like 90%, 80%? So that, that factors into this. But if he's close to being 100%, which I'm sure he is if he's back practicing right now, yeah. then I'm playing the guy. So, yeah, I think he needs some football live reps. Because he didn't play in any of these games, has he? He has not. No. Nunyan. No. Right. Nunyan. So, guess what? He's playing. I think you should play him. Um, yeah. This isn't, you know, this isn't Justin Simmons. This isn't Pat Sertan. This isn't a guy uh, on that on that level. So, I'm playing Mike McGlinchey. You? No. Try again. Mm. No. No. This is a guy who's been in the league for, for a half decade who has got $50 million guaranteed. I it, Like... I would like to have my cake and eat it too, mm-hmm. uh, because for all the reasons that you said, I'd like to see him out there. If there was no risk of injury, I'm living in my fears here with this guy. We have waited for a a suitable right tackle year after year after year after year. Everything they've tried, it seems like the league spits back out. No, try again. And finally, we've paid a guy ninety million dollars. I don't need to see him. Um, I, I trust his body work over the. The, he, the guy's been in the league since two thousand and eighteen as a top pick. Um, as much as I would like to see him, for all the reasons that you just said, uh, I would say no. I'll err on the side of caution. Yeah, and that's that's a fair way to look at it. All right, uh, we are going to get a check in. Um, from a couple of our teammates. Is you going to hold him out the first couple weeks, too, and see him in Miami? Or, like, uh, after the play first? After the bye in Buffalo, okay. week 10. All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> healthy by then. Uh, we'll check there was, in. There's another guy I want to, I mean, I mean, there's another guy or two I'd like to ask you about and, you know, and see, like, we playing him or not? We can do that. Coming up next.